Parsha Shlach. We always deal with the chait of the Meraglim and the the Meraglim, the spies, were sent into Eretz Yisrael according to the uh, Bnei Yisrael's request and Moshe Rabbeinu's request to spy out the land and unfortunately they came back the spies and uh, most of them and they said Loshon Hara against Eretz Yisrael and, and the Jewish people lost confidence and complained to, to Moshe Rabbeinu. So a number of interesting things occurred, happened during that time, and I'd just like to raise a few questions and then attempt to answer the questions. First of all, in the previous parshas, it says one of these chusim of the Bnei Yisrael was that uh, they would stop wherever Hashem told them to stop, they would go when he said to go. It could be for a day they would rest. It could be a week, a month, a year. It could be the most luxurious area full of palm trees and oasis and water. Shem said to go, go out to the desert and the bleak. There's nothing there. They followed him willingly, and this Hashem held for a chus for them. So why when Hashem says finally, okay, go forward, this time or instead of leading you out to the desert, it's an inhospital heat and and dangers and thirst. We're going to send you. We're going to take you to Eretz Yisrael. Now, why are they questioning this? They need to go have spies and, and ask to see what's going ahead. They didn't ask to do that all the time in the desert when Hashem asked them to go forward. They said, "Let's go see what's ahead of us." Secondly, when they complained to Moshe Rabbeinu after the Meraglim came and spoke, and they said. Why are you doing this? It would bring us, you're going to bring us into Eretz Yisrael and we're going to be killed by the sword. It's better if you we would have gone to the desert and died in the desert or died in Mitzrayim. But you think about this. Dying in the desert is a dying of thirst and hunger. There's nothing there. That's a long-suffering type of death. Dying in Mitzrayim when they're being beaten and subjugated and, and worked, worked to death. It's also a long-suffering death. And they said they prefer to do that than to be killed with a sword quickly in most cases. How is that? Thirdly, when the, when the Muraglim were trying to convince the Bnei Israel not to go and try to scare them, what tactic did they use? They said, oh, look how you're going to have to fight them and they're mighty and they're strong and not only that but the Molech are there now Molech wasn't in Eretz Yisrael they were outside Eretz Yisrael they didn't have to have any contact with them at all why did they think bringing up the scare tactic of a Molech that they have to meet with them it's going to be an extra thing to scare them with so I'd like to answer this the possible with this possibility, the Bnei Israel for two hundred ten years were in Mitzrayim. Out of that, the vast majority of that time they were actually slaves. They didn't start off with slaves, but let's say it was after fifty years or so. So they're say about one hundred and fifty years. They were actually slaves in Mitzrayim, and during that time, I would like to suggest that perhaps the Mitzrayim is part of disciplining and training Bnei Israel to be slaves. They, they perhaps ingrained in them 
to the fear of of fighting and fighting back. That there are there are millions of of, of, of slaves, of Jewish slaves, which they probably could have, had they tried to get up and and revolt. At least some of them could have left. I imagine possibly. Uh, but they were afraid to fight, and the only person that we know that fought, uh, were, were, I mean, I think the tribe of Ephraim left too early, but they were wiped out. But aside from that, uh, when the, the Mitzri was beating up one of the, the Jews, um, Moshe came and and uh, and killed killed the Mitzri. No one else stopped, tried to fight back. I want to say perhaps they were they were trained and programmed not to fight to be afraid of fighting, not to lift their hand up against the Mitzri. And that's perhaps is also reinforced with what it says when, when the Jewish people left Mitzrayim, Hashem didn't take them, started taking them, but then turned around instead of going to wave the way of Pelishtim. Why? Because they were they might see the Pelishtim and become afraid, knowing they would have to fight. And instead of the fighting was a greater terror to them than any other thing uh, uh, that, that could happen to them, and they would turn back to Mitzrayim rather than have to fight anybody. And perhaps this is part of what what terrified them the most is when the Miraglim came back and said that uh, the, the, there are giants there and they're strong and you're going to have to fight them, that, that that terrified them the most. Also at that point in time, we can see, um, as I mentioned in previous drushes, that there was a miraculous time for them in the desert. Uh, everything was provided for them, the water, the food, the shelter, the none of the covered, they didn't have to worry about enemies attacking them. Everything was, was provided for them. And now they knew that they are going to have to go into a regular existence, not have these miracles happening to them on a daily basis, that things are going to go according to the Teva, going to nature, the natural course of events, and they're going to have to start, and they're going to have to fight for their own. And so this also doubly scared them, that now when they're going inside uh, Eretz Roll. Uh, Hashem is not going to be there to to supernaturally to defend them. They're going to actually have to go against their ingrain for uh, over hundreds of years of of not raising their hand to lift something, of going to uh, become terror, terrorized by the the thought of having going going in there. So the Muraglim bringing all this up, knowing that this is the weak spot of the Ben Israel. Um, built upon that, but even mentioning Amalek, the Amalek wasn't didn't have to fight, but they know they had they didn't have to they didn't have to fight Amalek. But that was an additional thing that they had to terror when they left trying that Amalek attacked them, and they had to get up and fight to defend themselves, which is also was a terrifying thing and it's something they wouldn't want to repeat. So all these things that seem to reinforce what the Muraglim were trying to say and try to accomplish, and 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 being the representative of, of, of their own fears. And voicing it uh, out loud helped them to come to the, the that unfortunate point where they uh, said, "We don't want to go," and that's and that that would be the end of it. And perhaps it all had to do with the fact that they're both giving up the miraculous life that they had to live, and together the fact of confronting their worst fears and having to go forward. And and perhaps that was the underlying root of their complaint, and uh, eventually they gave in to that fear, instead of having betochen the Kodesh Baruch Hu, that he could accomplish all, even if it was derecha for them, and not having enough confidence, and ultimately was their downfall.